Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic a.book As always, so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are. And I am glad for that. You and me. Here we are. Very grateful I have no desire to drink today. Easy to take that for granted. I'm trying not to take that for granted. <clears throat> I have a piping hot cup of Folgers. Can you believe that? What's going on? I'm drinking Folgers right now. Mixing it up a little bit. Actually, it's just what I drink in the afternoon. Recording this in the afternoon, so gotta mix it up. Uh, yeah, here we are. I had a great day today. I'm in a spectacular mood today. Sometimes I just wish that you, the listener, knew me when I was not always in a good mood. (laughs) In early recovery, it's just people like me were very annoying to me. Very annoying. I tuned them out, actually. I didn't even hear them. I just, I heard people who were having problems because I was having problems. So I thought. I heard people who were having a really hard time. But there was a period in my early sobriety where people like me, I tuned out. Just annoying. It's taking a lot of work. It doesn't just happen. There's clear-cut directions in the big book. And I try to follow those. What I mean by that is I try to take 
step three seriously? Invite God into all of my activities? When a person offends me, I ask God to help me make real the spiritual situation and am willing to do what I can to make that situation dissolve into something loving, transform into something beautiful. When things are not to my liking, which they are not to my liking, uh, how do I explain this? I'll, I'll get back to that. And look for my part in things. Admit when I'm wrong right away. Make amends if that's possible. And then see what I can contribute. If I get afraid, I ask God to remove it. And I turn my attention to something else. That's what I mean. That to me is quote unquote being in the middle. People talk about being in the middle of the program. And that's to me being in the middle. Doing that is being in the middle. You can be sitting in the room full of people and have a commitment at a meeting and go there every day and be doing none of those things I just mentioned and in my experience, in my opinion, you'll be suffering. And they'll, quote unquote, pick you off while you're in the middle. So to me, that's being in the middle. Where I live, people talk about being in the middle a lot. And it's almost like it's described in a way where... The things I just said, which are just in the big book, are not part of that. At least I don't hear it that way. Maybe they mean it that way, but <clears throat> I hear it like alcohol is just this, you know, outside force that can pick you off if you're not talking to people and going to meetings and doing a bunch of busy work. But. So I try and live it, and as a result of that, I'm 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 in a great mood. Because I'm aware of God. That's ultimately why. I'm more and more aware that everything is perfect right now. Thousands of times, it has not felt like it was perfect in my life. I've had all kinds of tragedies happen in my life. I don't share about all of them. Some of them I never share about. I was just telling somebody who's known me for a long time yesterday 
that I essentially don't have parents. I feel that every day. I've lost a lot of people who meant a lot to me. I've lost a lot of very significant people in my life. And, um, I'm so aware of the presence of God. If you're in the moment right now with me, you're aware of that presence too. When I'm really in the moment, I'm aware of it. Bottom line, all these tools have allowed me to be really in the moment most of the time. I remember the first time God was not an abstract notion to me. I was sitting in a meeting and I was praying. And I was praying. And it was like, I, w- I was like touching. So I was like reaching my hands out. It's impossible to describe, but I was, my soul was like reaching its hands out to touch this something I couldn't see or describe, but, but I just felt it there for a second. There was this, I'm with you, kind of a sensation just for a second. And really, all of this, what I'm saying, is bringing me to what I want to talk about. Which is something so simple. And something I've talked about plenty of times on here. And it's something I talk about in every meeting I'm in. And it's something I talk about every time I talk about this stuff. I think I've even done a show about it. But it's worth revisiting because it's central to all of it. And that is the line on page 63 that says, we had a new employer. God has hired me. I really feel that way about it. If you're sober, you've been hired 
by God. God's like, okay, I will save your life. But I need your help now. I need you to work for me. I need you to demonstrate what I can do. I need you to get out of the way of the bright light that I am. It's to not block it. Get out of the way. Wherever you are, to whoever you're speaking, get out of the way of the light. Don't block the light. That's your job as my employee. The light makes anything possible. The light has outcomes you can't foresee. The light dissolves problems as opposed to solves problems. The light is unlimited in its resource and strength. So don't block the light. That's your full-time job. That is later on. I think we're going to get to it next time when we continue with the what does the big book say when we do step 11. No, we just read it last time. It's in step 10. When it talks about, you know, these are thoughts which must go with us constantly. God's will, not mine, be done. It's the proper use. We can exercise our willpower along this line all we wish. It's the proper use of the will. The way that translates to me is in what I'm saying. I spend all my will trying to get out of the way of that light. So how do I get out of the way of that light is the question. Well, the answer for me is in discussing how I block the light and then go from there. I block the light when I do not admit that I'm wrong. I block the light when I want to manipulate. I block the light when I decide in advance how someone's going to react or how something's going to go. I block the light when I am self-conscious. I block the light when I'm afraid of you. When I'm inauthentic. I block the light when I'm resentful. I block the light when I think I'm better than you. I block the light when I feel like I'm entitled. Or when I'm ungrateful. Block the light when I'm judging you. Block the light 
when I decide you're better than me or worse than me, different from me. Block the light. By defending something I know is wrong. Something my heart knows is wrong. Block the light when I phone it in. I block the light when I decide that God is not big enough to handle something. And these are just some of the ways that I have come to see over time in my own life block the light. I block the light by procrastinating on step work. An inventory I know I need to do. An apology I know I need to make. I block the light by bowing to anything or anyone other than God. Maybe you're thinking, I never do that, but every time I chase money, every time I chase sex, every time I chase any, any of these things, my brain, I mean, there's all kinds of things that I bow to, kneeled before. Fear has been my God. So, God is hiring you. And in my understanding of that, my understanding of the big book, and my experience trying to do this stuff, that's what he wants from us, is to get out of the way of the light. So whatever is not those things, You know, I get out of the way of the light when I admit that I'm wrong. I get out of the way of the light when I... You know what I mean? The opposite of everything that I said. So, God has hired me. I take that... Take that seriously. I'm not a great employee. But I'm insincere in my effort. I'm as sincere in my desire 
to be a good employee. In my heart of hearts, I want to be. I'm not just saying that I want to be. I want to be. I really want to be a really good employee. I really want to do his bidding. I really want to let him demonstrate through me what he can do. I see my failings constantly, a lot. But I really, I really am seeking. There's no intent to deceive in my seeking God. I want to know. I'm not attached to a definition of who I am, you know? I always think about that. Like, if you could go to everybody in your life and just say, okay, what are two, you know, say three words to describe John, you know? And then everybody would have, like, three words. That's basically who John is. I don't want to be delusional about those. Do you know what I mean? And I was when I newly got sober. People people were probably like, well, him? He's kind of scary. You know? Aggravating to be around. Really rigid. Takes himself really seriously. I don't know. He's kind of a dick. And at the time, I was like, I am not. How dare you, sir? But today, I want to know. I want to know because I want to be a good employee. And if... Like, I want to know. I don't want to block the light. That's why I'm here. I want to give a shout out to the Happy Joyous and Three group on the East and West Coast, to the podcast Greater Than Yourself, Sober Gratitude's podcast. That's not in the book. Anonymous Recovery Podcast. And I want to give a special hello to Chelsea. I'm going to give a shout out to my friend Christian. Christian is a person I think about. And, and it's comforting to know that Christian's out there. Um, it's comforting to know he's a dad and a husband and a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. Because he... Um, he doesn't want to block the light. He's also very, very attractive. So if I was not happily married, straight, um, if he didn't live in California, if he were not married or straight, and if he didn't have kids, I would probably slip him a note that says, I like you. (laughs) So stupid. I'll stop. All right.
know what? I don't feel bad for my jokes. My jokes, my my humor is why it's why I'm 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 so well to do. My humor. It's part of it. The biggest part of it is my looks. There's no doubt about that. I haven't talked about beach bod in a while, so I will. Beach bod. Um, <laughs> I'm doing beach bod shapewear. And I'll just say it's not selling at all. Like, no one is buying it. So we're going to go back to square one here. And I'll keep it posted. Right. Everything's okay. If you need to hear it. Everything. <laughs> Even after all that. Everything's okay. And on that note, I'm going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope that you'll do the same. Good night.